Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Go ahead and share the podcast, the radio, the internet radio show, or however you may be listening to it. Go ahead and share it with others. Um, the podcast is wherever you get your podcast, so it's all over. Um, you can find the Speak Life Now radio show in many, many places. So go ahead on and share the broadcast. Let's go ahead into prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that's pushing play, that's sharing the broadcast. Uh, thank you. And I ask you to speak up, uh, put a special blessing on them for doing so, just for obeying the command to just go ahead and share that you would do something special for them. Could you just never know who this broadcast may reach? I thank you right now for the opportunity to speak your word, to encourage your people, dear Lord. I thank you for this season um, of thanksgiving, thanks and giving. Even though we celebrate you every day, this is a season of time when people are coming together with families, giving thanks, hallelujah, for this time of year. Then there is followed by a season of giving. And I thank you for this time in this season. And I thank you right now. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways. Hallelujah. That there will be no hindrances. I thank you right now for the word that's coming forth. Welcome Holy Spirit into this broadcast today. I thank you right now in your precious name, Jesus. So like I just mentioned, um, I'm recording right now on Sunday, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So most of you have already had your time with family and gatherings and now you're starting to do your shopping for your season of giving. And I remember doing a podcast a while back, probably a couple of years ago, talk about a season of thanks always is followed by a season of giving. And even though we give every day, any of us that are believers, we know about giving. We know about waking up saying, thank you, Jesus, every day. It's always thanks. We're always giving thanks. Hallelujah for what God has done. And before I get into the word today, which we're going to be talking about, um, reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt. We're going to talk about that. But before I get into that today, I, I just wanted to talk about, you know, Thanksgiving a little bit. I want to think of, talk about, wow, you know, this past Thursday, had a great time with my family. And then on Friday, had an even, even better time with my, a celebration, um, for a family member that celebrated their wedding anniversary. And that was amazing. And you're just seeing a lot of family there. But one of the things I wanted to bring up, um, we was at the event. It was a great venue in Richmond, Virginia. And um, it was on the river. And it was at a point I was sitting there talking with my brother. We were sitting at the table. And um, with a lot of other folks, had great conversation. It was just a great event. And my brother and I was just looking. I said, okay, the sun is setting. So we went running outside to... Um, take some photos um because it was like a balcony there and the river and the sun was setting on the other side of the river it was absolutely beautiful picture and after we was taking the pictures everybody came outside a lot of people was um taking photos but my my brother pointed out to me and my brother is a historian um one of my brothers he just loves history and and facts and looking up stuff he just absolutely loves it it's definitely a gift of his and he pointed across the river 
And he was like, and where the sun was setting, actually. And I was like, what is that building? And he pointed out to me, he said, that area there was where they had the slave trade of tears. The slave trail of tears, excuse me. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it was right there, across there. And they would go across. And I did a little bit of research and looked at it, too, how so many um, slaves was went that way and while I was standing there up on the balcony looking across the river watching the sunset an absolutely beautiful scene and then I just sat there and I just pondered and just looked and said wow you know just to know that across that river which wasn't that far across the river what happened all those years ago that now I'm standing there in a beautiful facility at an amazing event, dressed in all sequin gold and looking across. And I just was, and I felt a certain way. I felt at that moment, I felt, you know, the sadness of the ancestors and what they had to go through. Then I also felt uh, in my like a spirit of thanksgiving even the more of that I wasn't born during that season. That I now have more opportunities and the many opportunities that I have given to me and how when I was born in the 1960s, in the 60s, um, even though there was civil rights and all of that, but it wasn't the point of that trail the slave trail of tears, right? And I'm not saying things are perfect now because it's not as a black woman living in the United States of America. It's not perfect, but it's not that. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, it even brings tears to my eyes now. It's saying how grateful and how thankful I am. You know, sometimes we we get caught up in what's going on in now. And it, and, it, and in this time of now, it is a lot of, injustices and things going on is is not I'm not saying that it's not but in that moment when I looked across that river as the sun was setting and just looked at and and, and thought about those that was walking chained into and, and sold into slavery and they walking along that trail and I'm standing there in this beautiful facility at a celebration. And all I could do is like, Lord, thank you. You know, we got we to gotta really be grateful and thankful every day. Don't forget, you know, those and what, what they've done for us. Don't forget. Don't forget what, what Jesus has done for you. Don't forget. You know, those those people were sold into slavery. They didn't do anything wrong, but they were sold into slavery. So I'm going to talk about today, just be grateful, be thankful. I just want to say that one more time. Be thankful for where you are right now because you're not where they were. You know what I'm saying? And they sung hymns and they did whatever they could to to worship God in, in what they knew. But we know so much more. We can't be an un, unthankful, ungrateful nation of people. We got to realize, okay, 
It may not be everything that we want it to be, but it's not that, right? So I'm going to talk about reasonable doubt. And I, I was talking about this because I was, I was looking at a show called Reasonable Doubt. And I just kept watching it. And then I kept hearing reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt. And so I did some research. And I just want to give you the definition before I get into the word for today. And I, I won't be long today. Um, a reasonable doubt. In a criminal, criminal, criminal case, excuse me, the prosecution bears the burden of proving that the defendant is guilty beyond all reasonable doubt. There can't absolutely cannot be any doubt at all, right? This means that the prosecution must convince the jury that there is no other reasonable explanation that can come from the evidence presented at trial. What is the difference between doubt and reasonable doubt? A reasonable doubt is not a doubt based upon sympathy or prejudice and is instead is based on reason and common sense. Reasonable doubt is logically connected to the evidence or absence of evidence. Proof beyond a reasonable doubt does not involve proof to an absolute certainty. That's what reasonable doubt in the in a court of law. And I was sitting there thinking, and we know everything that Jesus has done for us. And the thing with it is, even in the courtroom, the people could be guilty, but because they have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. So if they bring in any type of evidence that make you doubt, well, I think he's guilty, but it ain't about what you think. It's about what evidence was presented. And so that show I was looking at, even though the man was showing up guilty, he got off because something was presented to make them doubt. So they came up with the not guilty verdict, but he was definitely guilty. And so I, I want to bring that up because we know we all are guilty. We all are sinners. We all were sinners. We still sin every day. But because of the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, he has taken the penalty beyond a reasonable doubt for us. Come on here. It's like beyond a reasonable doubt, even though we may have sinned, and we did, because you probably you know you sinned today. You probably thought wrong or said something wrong. Even if you're in the area of doubting what God has said he will do for you, that's a sin. If you up in there worrying about these bills or worrying or not claiming your healing, you that's that's a sin. Because Jesus has already bared all of that. Hold on, get some water. He has taken all of that to the cross. He bad it all. His blood, everything that he did, the nails that was in his hand, the crown of thorns that was on his head, he took it all for us. Beyond any type of reasonable doubt, he did it. So even though people might want to come to you and say certain things, I remember when, I remember when. And you just keep saying, I remember what Jesus did for me. That's what you got to say. Beyond a reasonable doubt, you have to know that Jesus loved you. You have to know that you are here. You have to know, hallelujah, that he's Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. That he is your provider. That he is your peace. The name above all names, Jesus. When, when, no matter what your ailment is, it's Jesus. <coughs> Absolute no doubt. He is 
a name above all names. So we say Jehovah Jireh. We say Jehovah Shalom. But he is the name above all names. So no matter what you're dealing with, you call on Jesus. Jesus took care of this. Jesus took care of that for me. Beyond a reasonable doubt. And in Isaiah 61, 1-3, this is what he's done for us. Y'all, this is a, a passage that you all know, but beyond a reasonable doubt, that's why I need y'all to know that you can't have any doubt. Beyond a reason, this is not a court of law. Because when what Jesus has done, it doesn't matter, even though you're guilty, but because of what he did, come on here. And it's in Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He said bring good news. What's the good news? That you don't have to be poor anymore. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Are you broken hearted? But Jesus is the answer for that. Your heart broken? The word for that is Jesus. The name above all names, Jesus. Beyond a shadow of any doubt. Hallelujah. To proclaim liberty to the captives. See, you have been liberated. <coughs> that, what I told you in the beginning about the slavery. See, they was captive. They was captive. They they had to, these slaves had to walk that trail. They, they didn't have a choice. And when I looked it up, I think they said over, oh, well, I can't remember the number for sure. I won't, I, I'm going to try to find the number before we go. But it was so many of them. What was it? 400,000 from Richmond all the way down. I'm not exactly sure, but it was a lot. It was a lot of them. But they was captive. But the word for is Jesus. Come on now. And the op- liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. We all were bound to sin, to drugs, to alcohol, fornication, lying, whatever it is. We were bound. But he came with liberty. No doubt. Beyond a shadow of any type of doubt. He's did that for, he has done that for us to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Are you mourning? Are you dealing with grief? He is the comforter. It's Jesus. You just got to name his name above all names. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful hairdress instead of ashes. In the other um, church, they said beauty for ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. You're supposed to be glad, glad. You got the glad, glads because of Jesus. Beyond any shadow of doubt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. You feeling weak? Well, you get up and start praising because of why? Because of Jesus. He has given you that garment. Go ahead on. Put your put your praise clothes on. Take that garment on. Take off that spirit of heaviness. Take it off and put on a garment of praise. Hallelujah. 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 God shall be glorified. Hallelujah. 
James 1, 6-8 ESV. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. No doubting at all. It ain't about no reasonable doubt. It's not about any of that. It is beyond any shadow of doubt. And think about that word. No shadow of doubt. You can't even have any type of shadow there that's trying to make you think. Oh, okay, you looking at that darkness of a shadow thinking, oh, yeah, that, that's not going to work for me. But no, he said beyond any shadow of doubt. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed to and fro. So if you doubting, it's like you going back and forth in a wave. You've been on a boat before. You just being tossed to and fro because you're not, because you're doubting. You doubted that God can heal you. You don't start it, even though God could have healed you of an ailment, and you start seeing or feeling something coming back. You got to stand on what the Word of God say. But if you're going back and forth, tossed to and fro, or you don't got unforgiveness in your heart, or bitterness done sunk in, and then all of a sudden an ailment done came back, you got to repent Repent, 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 and say, Lord, I know you healed me. Stand on that word. By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed, already healed. But if you don't let something creep in your heart, even in the scripture talk about a bitter root will come up, stir up, spring up, and trouble the entire body. So you got to look and say, wait a minute, what's going on here? I know I've been healed from this. I've had to do that before. <clears throat> when, when I know uh, God had delivered me and healed me from something, then all of a sudden symptoms try to pop up. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been healed from this. So then I have to do some soul surgery. Wait a minute. Am I, did I let some unforgiveness come in my heart? Lord, I repent. Okay. Oh, 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 maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Mm. Let's go back and read this one more time. James 1, 6 through 8 is the ESV version. But let him ask in faith and with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded unstable in all his ways. Did you hear that? This is all because of doubt. So if you got doubt in your heart, the word of God is pretty much saying that you will not receive from the Lord because you have become double-minded, unstable in all your ways. Are you unstable? Do you feel like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I going against the grain here? I remember one time been at the river um, in North Carolina, a man was in a kayak but so he would, you know, um, paddle up and then want to go over the um, little cliff there. Well, not a cliff, but a little waterfall and, and just do that. But he sometimes he would be going against it. And, and the, the more he would paddle, the more he kept going backwards because the flow was going the opposite way. Are you going opposite of the flow? Are you going opposite of the flow? Because we're talking about... Because you probably thinking, oh, I got some reasonable doubt. That's what you probably thinking. You probably thinking, well, the, the symptoms done came back. Or the doctors done said this. And the doctors done said that. But, okay, where is your faith at? Because if you know God has healed you of a thing, and then all of a sudden some start coming back, you got to do a self-check. Oh, oh, wait a minute. That, oh, maybe that's just me. 
Maybe it was just me that had to do a self check. Maybe that was just me. I'm just telling you what I had to do. I had to rip. I had to first figure out where did I mess up? Where, where was it at, Lord? Show me where the unforgiveness is. Or where I wasn't kind at. Or did I lose some, some, some control here? Did I, did I do something? I had to repent of that thing and get it right. Mm. And so once you done did that, right? Mark 11, 23 through 24 says, Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. So you can say it all day long. You can say it long. You can say it strong. But if you still doubt in your heart, right? But he says right here, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatsoever, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. And it is yours. You see, you see what, what's happening here, anybody in math? You got to believe it. First, you got to ask for it. Are you talking to God? Are you asking for it? Are you sitting there being mean, mad, and harboring all that stuff in your heart? Repent first. Ask in prayer. Believe that you received it. When you, when you ask, you got to believe it right away that you received it. Oh, this is a done deal. Thank you, Lord. And it's yours. It's a done deal. It's a done deal that all my needs will be met when they need to have them. Remember I said, stay in your day. It's a done deal that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. He's going to send me information for this body. He, he sent me some information recently by me just switching doctors and found out a medication I was taking was actually making me sick. Immediately, the doctor was like, wait a minute, this is this, this is this, this is what's happening to you. Immediately stop taking it. Immediately. And I'm, I'm just walking out my healing. Because some of this stuff was self-inflicted. Let's be real about it. Some of it was from wrong eating, wrong eating habits, um, not um, exercising, not doing the things I know to do. Like I said, maybe this whole message is about me. I'm hoping somebody out there is listening to me. Eating honey buns for somebody is not good. <laughs> That's for somebody. Eating a whole lot of honey buns is not good. Anywho. Hebrews 11 and 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he, come on here, rewards them, those that seek him. He said, Lord, I just want to please you, Lord. I want to be pleasing your sight, Lord. I just want to please you, Lord. Am I pleasing you, Lord? Do you have faith? Because if you don't have faith, no, you're not pleasing him. But if you have faith with beyond any type of doubt that he is God, hallelujah, and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him, and one translation that diligently seek him, he going to reward you. Are you asking him for everything? Like, Lord, what, what should I do in this situation? Uh, are you talking to him about your help? Are you talking to him about this is what this right here? Are you talking to him about your heart? 
Remember, I, I think I talked about this uh, recently. I'm not sure. But in Ezekiel, when it talked about the stony heart, and he took the stony heart. Go ahead and read Ezekiel. I think it's somewhere in Ezekiel 36. Then he had to take that stony heart out and put a heart of flesh in there. A, 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 a real a real heart. Have you gotten stony? Have you gotten bitter? Ask the Lord. You repent. You can be praying and still with a bitterness in your heart. And wonder you like, why all this stuff is happening? You might be asking, what is going on? Why is all this happening? Do a heart check. Is your heart beating with the rhythm of God? Hmm. Next week, I think we're going to talk about the rhythm of God. That was good. Write that down. Rhythm of God. Do a heart check. Beyond any shadow, no shadows of doubt. You got to know that God is who he is. You got to know that Jesus took the penalty. Everything that you did, ever would do, he did that before you even came on the scene. So there should be any, no, no doubt at all. And a lot of, lot of reasons why things are not happening because you have doubt. Because James 1, 6 to 8 clearly states. That you toss to and fro. And you won't receive anything. Because you're in doubt. Because you're in doubt. And I'm, I'm going to say this right here. Because y'all have heard this scripture repeatedly. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. You have got to hear this word over and over and over. Especially the area of faith. Faith and doubt. You have to really, really listen to it over and over. And your love. You got you just got to get the word of God and listen to it. Listen to it when you're sleeping. Play, you know, tell Alexa, tell Siri, tell whoever you want to talk to. One of them that want to play, just get them to play that Bible for you. Play it while you're sleeping. And when I just said that you have to repent. <clears throat> First John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse up for, from all unrighteousness. Go ahead on and repent. Go ahead and get it right. God loves you so much. He sent his only son for you and I. And we can't doubt that. We can't doubt his love. Just because you might be going through a rough patch. But the rough patch could have come from unforgiveness. Or something that you haven't confessed. And it's not about condemnation. That's the whole thing about being a believer. Once you realize it, it's like, Lord, forgive me. I confess that. Lord, forgive me. And you, everything is back in right standing again. Right standing, even though you might have been guilty, but God, Jesus, he took everything, every penalty, everything. Our mind is in him now. We are connected with him now. Like I said, it's your heart beating with the rhythm of God. 
The rhythm of love. How's your heart beating? Do a self-check. Just repent. Stay grateful. Stay thankful. Don't you love it when, especially children, they'll be so thankful. When you give them a gift or just their love is so genuine. You got to be like that. It's like we need to be like children. We need to love like that. The rhythm of God. We're going to talk about that next week. But this week is beyond any shadow of doubt. Unreasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. That's what we're talking about today. That's what we're talking about today. I hope this word helped you. Please, please, please share it with others. Because I know it's a strong word. And like I said, we just came off of Thanksgiving, the holiday. But our season of thanks is always followed by giving. Come on, let's get it right. Get ready to celebrate Jesus' birthday. Come on, let's get it right. Remember, you guys, as you go into this week, hallelujah, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for this word. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that's pushing play. As you go into this week, speak life to yourself. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family, your neighborhood, your neighbors, your co-workers. Just speak life. And continue to ask God, hallelujah, that remember this, Lord, you guys, that you got to speak life now. And remember to ask God to continue to surprise you with his goodness every day of your life. And watch him move. I got another surprise last week. I wait till it all happened. And I'll share that with you as well. Share, share this with someone, dear Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, I thank you. Share, share this with someone, you guys. And I'll talk to you all again next week. Hallelujah. Bye-bye.